All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Momentum Podcast. This is your host, Tom Alemo, and this whole podcast is focused around millennial personal development. And I think if you want to get to the next level in life, you want to make more money, get that promotion, fix your relationship, get in better shape, whatever it is, it takes three things. It takes really, really, really hard work, a positive attitude, and just a little bit of momentum, which is forward motion with energy. And I'm hoping that this show and everything that I put out can be that bit of momentum for you and for me uh, to get to that next level. So from the podcast, blogs, videos, everything, it's focused around that. And grateful you're listening, grateful you're tuned in. So thank you for joining. And let's get right into the episode. You can find me, by the way, at, at Tommy Tahoe on Twitter, Instagram. If you found any value, hit me up. Let me know that if you liked it, if you didn't like it, anyone you want to see as guests, put it on your Instagram story. Love to see it and love to talk to people that are listening. You can also get all the full show notes on millennialmomentum.net, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Leave a review, subscribe. It means a lot. It means the world. I'm, I'm really, the goal this year has been to uh, break through on the top 200 in the career section of iTunes and, um, you know, we're moving up the ranks, so every little bit counts there. Um, so I want to get into a quick one for you today, uh, a quick hitter. And Colin Powell once said, A dream does not become reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. And you see it all the time. You see Gary V. he hustles, he says, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., uh, Eric E.T. Thomas is saying, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. I mean, there's no shortage of people that can state, you know, in order to be successful, you got to work extremely hard. That's a given. And that's one of the secrets that Gabe Larson pulls out uh, in this interview. And I talked to Gabe a while ago. I had a great conversation about working hard, the mindset. We talked about sales. We talked about um you know, moving all over the world. And, you know, this is coming straight from Gabe's mouth. And you'll see a, you know, a, a five or 10 minute clip here where he talks about his work ethic and whether it's closing a $10 million deal. He moved to Saudi Arabia for a few years. Uh, he, now he's one of the top sales influencers in the world. And he credits a lot of his success to the work he puts in from 10 p.m to 1 a.m. every day. Uh, and he says, you know, I'm the guy as soon as 10 p.m. comes around, I'm back to work. And that those are some of my most productive hours between 10 and 1 a.m. He doubles down and he's going to beat everyone because he's just going to outwork them. And that's when he finds the time. He makes the time to get it done. And so I pull out uh, a few clips here to show you and, and for you to listen on this beautiful Friday morning uh, to get you fired up and help you develop that whatever-it-takes attitude to get the job done. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in sales, wherever you're at in life, put find a way to put in those extra hours. They pay off in the long run. So uh, let's bring it to the man, the VP of sales at InsideSales.com, Mr. 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. himself, Gabe Larson. But one of the things that, that jumped out to me, Gabe, was you talked about going to a new country, you know, you're alone over there, and sales can certainly be a lonely job. And so for all the millennial sales professionals listening, what was your self-talk like, or what were you thinking when you had 
maybe a bad day or um, you're feeling alone in a in an unknown place. You know, what was your self talk like? Because we've all been there. Yeah, I mean the the, the the original concept was I needed to go back to the because there were some real down days. You know, especially the days when um, oh man, a couple days in Saudi Arabia where it's just. You're like, what am I doing here again? Not just the alone factor, but the language factor, obviously, in, in a lot of cases, was a real barrier. But, you know, I remember when I first decided to go, um, and it was kind of one of those moments of intuition where it's like, you know, I see the email kind of come through and the opportunity to apply to kind of go and do this. And there was a full interview process at Gallup. But, man, I just remember that moment of, I got to do this. You know, I've got to get out of the box. I got to stretch myself. And I just had such a powerful moment of, man, you got to step up and do this. And so in those moments where it was like, I just wanted to curl up in a ball and cry, you know, I tried to go back to that moment of, I remember this is something that I knew, I knew it was right for me. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. And that's not that right and easy are not always in the same sentence, but there was a moment of truth, and if I could get back to that moment of, hey, you felt like this was the thing to do, and you knew it was right, just stick with it, and you'll be fine. That was a big thing for me. Yeah, and it, it sounds kind of like trying to re-understand and have a deeper meaning and, and kind of find your why, so to speak. And so that's something, again, that we hear with pretty much every guest is that the deeper their why is, the more they can stick through things like that. And, well, that's, and I, I assume you know, that's helped. The, the thing that's been big is um, not not like I've always tried to ch- take the path of the most resistance, but, you know, oftentimes there, I, I've just learned it enough in life that the, the harder path is obviously sometimes the path that has the greater rewards. And so it's another thing if I can kind of keep in the back of my mind, like, man, keep that, keep going, because the harder it is, often the better the prize at the end. Are you familiar with uh, David Goggins, Gabe? I don't think so, no. He's an ultra-marathon absolute maniac, mm-hmm. and he refers to what you're describing as callousing the mind, where mm-hmm. you know, the more hard things he can put himself through, you know, the tougher he's going to be mentally. I think that definitely holds true here. Well, and yeah, because, um, man, so many people are like, what the heck did you do in Saudi Arabia? And it's like, what the heck? You, you expected me to, what, stay in New York or stay, stay in San Francisco? I mean, boring. You know, let's do... Let's let's push our limits. Let's push ourselves. And uh, Saudi Arabia was a little further than I thought I'd go, but it's that type of push, that type of get out of your comfort zone. That um, I mean, it just changed my whole paradigm, you guys. And, and again, I go back to that alone thing. It's like, you know, in my earlier career, I was I was a more of a team person, meaning I just needed other people around me to make myself successful. But when I put myself in a position where I had to do it alone, I just feel like. Now I know who I am, and now I can surround myself with people who support that. Whereas before, I just needed people around me because I wasn't as confident in my abilities. That's that's huge, yeah. And and so knowing that breaking out of the comfort zone is a huge thing that's shaped your career, and now you, uh, for a number of years, have managed teams. How do you help those that sit under you to get out of their comfort zone or hit new levels? Yeah, you know, um, you know, the first thing is I always kind of ask people um, to take, I call it wit, and it's just whatever it takes. So, um, you know, that one of my fundamental principles is you just, you got to start with the attitude. Um, and, and this whatever it takes attitude is just something fundamental to be on my team. So if I call you at 10 p.m., um, it's not like I'm going to do it every single day, but I need you to kind of do that. And I need you to take it with the, this is kind of how, this is whatever it takes to make it right is going to be the way to do it. So I take that and then truthfully, 
Um, I like to run a culture that's a little more intense just because I feel like, I mean, that's a little more who I am. And so I'm a big believer in setting it, setting it right as you start. And so I'm a big guy who does kind of a huddle in the morning and then a huddle in the afternoon to make sure that we stay on task and we do kind of what we're going to do, we're, we're, we said we're going to do. Uh, a lot of people are like, hey, isn't that against your alone mentality? Um, I feel like people got to start to jive together before they can go alone. And so um, if I can establish an attitude mentality in somebody and then I can get that concept of, hey, this is how we do it in the morning, this is how we do it in the afternoon, and we do that even just for a couple months, I can then start to meld with that person, align with that person, build trust with that person, and then eventually the training wheels come off. And then from there, we've melded so much that I believe you can go forward or I believe I got to push you out the door because it's alignment and we got to be running with that whatever it takes mentality. And that's the way I feel like it's typically need to be done. Man, I, I love that. I love that attitude. And so I want to get a little more a little more tactical about those huddles, right? So like walk us through on uh, on a day-to-day. Um, say it's a Monday morning. You know, what time are you doing it? How long is, is each huddle? And, and what are you talking about with the team? Yeah, you know, so... I- I wish there was a better like project management tool and I'm sure there's more fancy stuff, but I've just got a Google documents, um, a, a, you know, a little Google doc, um, in, in, in spreadsheets that, uh, we use so we can align it. And, um, each day we just add a new column to it and we talk about kind of three things, you know, past, present, future. And, you know, again, sometimes it's looser than others. Don't let me pretend like I'm some sort of drill sergeant, but I need to be able to write it down so that we can talk about it. So it's, hey, yesterday, how did it, how did we do or what, what happened or any quick thoughts, numbers, quick achievements, right? Action, you know, so then that's past, right? And then present, what do we need to talk about today? So any quick things you guys are thinking about you want to do today. And then future is let's just get those tasks nailed down so that we can review them at the end of the day. Add a new column every single day and... Um, that's kind of the way, way we run it. When like, what other things are you doing on a daily basis? You know, Tom and I are obsessed with learning, you know, what tactics or routines do successful people do every day? So you do the huddle in the morning, you do the huddle in the afternoon. What are some things you're doing now, or you did when you were a rep that you did every day consistently? Yeah. You know, the biggest thing for me is, um, you, 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 your last word, um, is, it's just about being consistent, right? So, um, I'm a person who believes, number one, if you're consistent, you're going to be great. Number two, you got to outwork people. And so um, I got a family now. You know, I'm, I'm a little later in my career. I have three kids. Um, <laughs> there was a great football movie that they say back in the day, you know, you put the women and children to bed and go looking for dinner. Um, so I'm the guy, you know, as soon as 10 p.m. comes around, I'm back to work. So my one of my most productive times is about 10 to 1 a.m., and that's where I'm going to double down. I'm going to beat everybody uh, because I'm going to outwork them. Um, and I do that again by being consistent. So, you know, we got a podcast. I got 150 episodes. We just started doing video. I'll do twice a week and I guarantee it that I'll do twice a week. Um, when I was a rep, you know, I went for the fake it until you make it mentality. You know, a lot of people said, God, how do you seem to know so much about the sales industry? Like now, you know, I got a book coming out here soon. Um, we got a, a fairly decent podcast and fairly decent following. A lot of people, you know, how do you learn about the industry? You know, 10 to 1 a.m., man. I mean, I read this stuff. I got 60 articles every single day, whether I'm driving, I'm on the pots, you know, I'm I'm walking around. I'm flashing different types of articles or 
things, to find, just 10 minutes a day to make sure that I'm on top of my game when it comes to sales. So I got all my competitors' blogs. I got all industry publications. I know the lingo better than other people know the lingo. And pretty soon, guess what? I mean, I know it. I, I Now I actually, I mean, I've consulted a couple hundred clients. I've read all this stuff. I've invented some of the lingo. Well, in my opinion. So, I mean, it, consistency <laughs> number one and then just outworking. And by outworking, I mean, I just think you got to do more than others if you're going to be the best. Gabe, I got to tell you, and for the listeners out there, we're, we're recording this on uh, fairly early on a Saturday morning. And I'm ready to, to put on the helmet, get into the office and start making some <laughs> cold calls. I'm fired up right now. Seriously? And just to... And just to help on, I know you, you mentioned the podcast too. Ryan and I have, have been listening well, to hey, the let, Playmaker let just, podcast. Let me say one, one more thing to that because it's like people want to talk about all these fancy things when it comes to sales. You know, we'll talk about them, social and cadence and how to manage your pipe and all that. You know, don't get me wrong. It's all good. But sales comes down to two things, you guys, quantity and quality. You either do it better or you do more of it. And sometimes, if you just take that step back, it's like, how do I make more? How do I make? How do I close more deals? We'll just work harder, do more of it, make more cold calls, send more emails. You know, well, how do I get more? You know, how do I? Do, well, you just got to do it better. Make a better email. Get a better talk track. Quality and quantity. Sometimes it's just that simple. And you know, so we may want to make it a little more complicated. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to that episode. Really hope you liked it. Uh, if you did, if you found any value, wherever you're listening to this, uh, please head on over uh, and give it a five-star rating, subscribe, review, whether it's on the iTunes app, whether it's on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, if it's there. Um, really appreciate you. You can find me at tomalamo.com, T-O-M-A-L-A-I-M-O.com for the blog, all the show notes, and Tommy Tahoe. Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Find me on Facebook. I'm everywhere. So thanks so much. Grateful for you. Have a great week.